Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavy.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram at jakeadamdavy. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive in with today's episode on the Influence Podcast. So you've heard me talk multiple times about the incredible opportunities and benefits that are available right now and ultimately this massive opportunity that exists right now for every single person who is connected to a smartphone device and who has access to the internet today. And the the reason that I want to emphasize this and the reason I think this is so important to emphasize is that we take, so, so often people take this for granted, we totally take for, uh, for granted the fact that there are now what multiple social media channels. We can connect with people all over the world in kind of the, the, the blink of an eye. We can message people, share photos, share videos, have live conversations uh, with people all the way around the world where 15, 20 years ago, these things just were not possible. And it's only going to increase. You know, the, these things, this interaction online and, and potentially even into in a new universe with the creation of the metaverse and development of the metaverse, this is only going to continue and this journey is only going to kind of continue to progress. I still think it's massively, massively underrated, this, this potential, this opportunity. So right now, I want to kind of refresh why I think this is so remarkable. And I'm going to specifically use meta, the metaverse, and of course, the, the companies that come under that, including Instagram. If we go back to the previous century or even the century before that and we look at where did the wealthiest people firstly come from but then how were they able to build their wealth and whether that's the Rockefellers, the Carnegies, the Fords, the Rothschild, the Vanderbilts, they all had specific areas where they were able to do if you like a mass land grab in uh, in quotation marks so whether that was in transportation whether that was in steel whether that was in uh in kind of building work whether that was in finance whether that was in in, in motors and such in oil all of these different areas were the, the the places where people could go or they went particularly and started to have a massive massive land grab and then go and grow their businesses continuously of course, at the time, what they needed, therefore, was a lot of capital. They needed a lot of labor. They needed to be able to go to these places physically and ultimately start building up these industries, these uh, factories and such to then be able to start building these particular processes. If we fast forward a few years later, well, a number of years later, then you look at where is the land grab today? And it's with the biggest tech companies in the world, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Microsoft. And these are just a few of them. Of course, there's many, many more. But the, great, the, the remarkable thing about this is that every single one of these companies, when they first started, they didn't necessarily even ask. 
And what I mean by that is if you look at like Facebook, for example, uh, Google, they created these platforms online through the internet. Facebook started very, very niche. It started as a platform for um, college students, university students to connect with each other and, and interconnect with each other. The very, very first time I joined Facebook, which was back in, whew, I don't even know when it was, 2003 possibly, something like that, um, is when you had to have a university um, uh, email address to be able to access the platform. Now we don't even think about that. Many people wouldn't even be aware of that. That's how it started. So it started very, very niche, very, very narrow, and then just totally took over the planet. Now Facebook's mission is to connect every single person on the planet via the internet. They want to get everybody online. They want to get the, literally the whole world connected via Wi-Fi. Why? So they can ultimately show them more ads. This is how they're going to make their money. And so there's been this real shift in kind of the wealthiest people on the planet and how they've developed from the industries and having to uh, have so much machinery and technology and all these types of things to now being able to get online and build these incredible platforms that that huge numbers of people use every day. And the more problems you solve and the greater number of problems are solved and the greater number of people you serve ultimately gives you the opportunity to build the greatest amount of wealth. And there are four specific types of leverage ultimately that, um, and this, this is referred to, uh, the name escapes me, but it'll come to me in a minute, Naval Ravikant. Uh, I heard him talk about this on a podcast interview with Tim Ferriss. And Naval Ravikant talks about four different types of leverage. The first of those types of leverage is capital. In other words, having money, needing money that you can then go and make more money. So that traditional idea that it takes money to make more money, you need to have money to then be able to go and make more money, used to be true, maybe, maybe it used to be true, I don't even know if that's particularly the case, but that was certainly the phrase, but it was certainly one element of leverage. Even if it was slightly true, and actually I question what I've just said there, but it certainly isn't true today. You don't need money today to be able to go and make more money. The second type of leverage is, um, uh, is labor. And so having people working for you where you can hire people, you can hire a team, you can hire staff. Now, of course, that's got a lot easier because it's not just specifically people coming to work. That has transformed massively in the past few years through COVID, people working at home. The internet has opened up more than it ever has. And it's opened up, I would argue, to an, an, an older generation and to a new generation. If you'd have asked my parents to do online banking in 2019, they'd have laughed at me. You talk to them today and they're both very comfortable doing that type of thing. And I'm sure that's not just my parents in their 70s. It will be the same for many, many people around the world because it becomes normal. People started getting used to doing their shopping online. They get used to purchasing their food online, um, to ordering things online and having it delivered either the same day, even within 20, 30 minutes or the very latest the next day. And so those were the two major types of, of um, leverage for a long time. The first was capital having money so you could go there and, and invest and therefore make more money. And then the second one, becoming uh, labor. What changed and what shifted massively with these companies on the right-hand side, with Amazon, Google, Facebook, Microsoft, and more, is code and software. And code and software is, again, a huge amount of leverage because what it means you can do is you can create something once and it can be used again and again and again. This is why SaaS companies, software as a service, is so extremely exciting for many, many people that are moving a business online or developing a business online or already have an established business online because you develop it once. Yes, it needs to be maintained. Of course it does. And if you want to keep up to date with the trends and the, the, uh, the, kind of the way that society moves and shifts, then yes, we need to continue to adapt these things 
But the beauty of it is, is that you could create software, it needs tweaks, adjustments and such, and it can continue if, it's, if it uh, ultimately adds value to a large number of people, then it can be something that pays you again and again and again. And you do that once and it never, never takes any more of your time. Now, the fourth type of leverage, and this is where I, I genuinely can't emphasize enough, I, I started all this by talking about meta and the opportunities that are right in front of us, that I think we, it, it's so easy to slip into the bad habits of taking it for granted. The fourth type of leverage is media. And so the opportunity right now to use media and specifically social media to reach a global audience has never been easier. It's never been more affordable, it's never been cheaper, and it's never been available to everybody. And then right now it is available to everybody. Everybody is on a level playing field when it comes to media. Now, if you're watching this, then you'll be able to see on the screen that I've got some of the top earners on Instagram specifically, whether that's Ronaldo, the footballer, Kylie Jenner, uh, Selena Gomez, Ariana Grande, Beyonce, a whole range of people from, yes, various different backgrounds. And yes, some of them maybe had were a few steps ahead uh, in life than perhaps other people. But again, this the, the the great thing about media is that it, it that's certainly not an excuse this gives you the opportunity to start on a level play level playing field with everybody absolutely everybody and build up a brand build up a, an audience build up a reach and be able to reach a global audience and ultimately serve vast numbers of people so the four different types of, of leverage capital most people i say most people but there'll be a huge population a huge percentage of the population that do not have access to capital at this stage a small percentage of people will a number of people of course will have money saved up and such but perhaps in terms of the traditional sense of capital to therefore go and invest in something maybe it isn't quite there so that's generally going to be out for most people it's generally the thing that gets people thinking well actually maybe entrepreneurship maybe having a business isn't for me the second one is labor and hiring people, hiring staff, hiring a team, again, there's, it's, there's a skill involved in that. Being able to hire the right people is very, very uh, important. It's absolutely essential for you to be able to remove yourself further and further from the process of doing on a continual daily basis. If you don't get to the stage of being able to leverage other people's time and actually be able to hire the right way, then you are always gonna be doing the things. You're always gonna be the one who has to do the actions, the activities. So I'm not suggesting that you wouldn't at some stage uh, use labor, whether that's just one or two people, or if you do want to build a slightly larger team. The third type is, as I mentioned before, is software. Now, if you're a coder, if you're if you're technically uh, savvy, then again, that may be something that you're that is very very appealing. And I would wholly argue that it's something that can be learned. I personally haven't invested time in learning it. Uh, I don't know if it plays to my strengths. And I'm ultimately, of course, as you, as you know right now, seeing this pursuing other avenues. But if I was starting again, and perhaps if you know, if I had, had children right now, and I was looking, well, what, where are the opportunities? Then coding and software may well be one that I would encourage them to go down. It's almost like learning another language. But uh, when I was young, I was encouraged to learn French and Spanish. I was a French and Spanish teacher, and I was encouraged to do that because it would open up more opportunities around the world. The world has changed very much since I was at school 20 plus years ago. And so in, say, 10, 15, 20 years time, when my children are at school, then it would be a very, very different thing that I might be recommending and encouraging them to go down. But the fourth one, as I mentioned before, is media. And this is right now available to everybody. And there is no social media tax, right? There is no kind of kind of mobile phone tax. Yeah, you could argue there is on different carriers and all that kind of stuff. But ultimately, you could pick up your phone and you could post as many times a day as you want, so long as it kind of 
plays within the rules of these different platforms. You can post as many times as the days you want on any topic that you wish, again, so long as it's within the, the kind of rules and guidelines, um, and start building an audience, start reaching people, start serving people, start helping people, and then ultimately start generating an income with this as well. This opportunity will not be around forever. And I can't emphasize this enough. Most people use social media to share pictures of their cat, their coffee, their food, their dogs, their Saturday night out, whatever it might be. But if you have any intention whatsoever and any desire to, to build a business, to be able to reach more people, serve more people, and really to be able to live life on your terms. You know, the, this idea of the, the new rich, I don't really necessarily love that phrase, but this idea of the new rich is that people are looking for more time freedom, more financial freedoms, the opportunity to, opportunity to choose how they spend their time. And this idea that we just need to work, 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 work to build up more and more and more income is perhaps maybe a, a slightly antiquated way of approaching this. And now uh, there certainly seems to be a lot more people that are focused on, well, how do I actually get the balance between doing the amount of work that I want to do and also being able to have the freedom and capacity to move around and travel and explore things, which I would absolutely love to do. And I'll leave it with this, which is, I heard this on the, the, the radio um, recently, I think it was a radio or podcast, I can't remember where it, where it was, that there's a hundred companies in the UK at the moment that are going to be trialing going down to a four day week. And the agreement that they've had with those, the, uh, with, with kind of their, their employees and such is that they will trial this without adding any extra hours in. So it's not a case of we're gonna squeeze it down to four hours, but we're really gonna pummel you in those four days. They're actually trialing, but we're gonna do the same amount of hours that you would do on a normal working day in a five day week, but this time we're just gonna take a day off because they found that People can still be as productive, but well, significantly great, more productive than perhaps they were previously. You know, the, in the the olden days, it's crazy talking about the olden days where we're talking three, four years ago before COVID. But it was almost uh, uh, suggested and thought that you couldn't be productive if you weren't in the office. But what would happen? People would roll into the office at five to nine. They'd go and make a coffee. They'd go and make a tea. They'd have their breakfast, all this kind of stuff. Then they'd sit down at their desk at quarter past twenty past nine, check their emails, check the news, chat with people about what happened the night before. Go back, get another drink, stand around the the, the, the coffee machine or the water uh, uh, water cooler for twenty minutes or so, catching up with people. And then by that time, it's lunch. And as has been proven, um, and yes, I am talking about specific offices that I used to work, work in, um, but in, uh, in the past few years through uh, COVID and such, people have been working from home and been able to get the stuff done as well. They haven't had the commute, they haven't had to do all the other things in between, they haven't been distracted by coworkers in the same way. Perhaps they've had you know, children at home or pets at home or partner at home or whatever it might be. And yes, there may be other distractions, but not in anywhere the same way. And it's been shown that the same amount of work can still be done in less time. And so there is a huge shift here. This isn't me suggesting that you should therefore stay in a job because it's going, it could be going down to four days a week. But what it is showing is that people are ready for change. And you've got the option of the opportunity of thinking, well, I could kind of hold out and hope that my employer is going to go down to four days a week. And that would be absolutely ideal if they did. Or you could think, well, this is clearly a shift in how people are looking to spend their time, earn their money, and actually start to live their lives a little bit more. And so the opportunity right now, one, one of these, these four elements of leverage um, media is available to every single person right now at a practically zero cost apart from our time, which, you know, if you're going to build a business or if you want to reach people, then we have to invest something, then this is the opportunity right now. I wanted to share this because I still think it's crazy overlooked and people people that I speak to, they still kind of take it for granted. It's like, well, I have to post every day. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to post every day. You've got to get out there and you've got to reach your audience. You've got to build your audience. But 
we, we, we can't almost appreciate just how good it is and how good the opportunity is right now. So yes, take this opportunity to get out there, post online, reach your audience, go and engage with people, and leverage this tool that when you create a piece of media once, it can be seen and used again and again and again and again and again. This is going to go on a podcast, this is going to go on YouTube, this is going to go on our Instagram, it may go on our Facebook, and it will be seen again and again and again. It may be seen in a number of years' time when quite a lot of it's dated, because I'm talking about 2023, but that's okay, because times will have shifted on, but I still imagine that we'll be talking about those four different types of leverage. And the question will be, whether you're listening to this in 2023 or in 2027, did you take action? That's the big thing. Did you take action, and did you actually start moving yourself further towards towards where you want to be and taking um, access and, and ultimately leveraging one of these four opportunities to reach uh, more people, serve more people and increase your income as well. I hope that was useful. Nice timely reminder, I do trust, and I'll see you very soon. Hi friends, Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything currently that we're enjoying, you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at Jake Adam Davey. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.